0: Shalom, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Four Worlds Torah, digging for treasures in the Torah, treasures that matter for our lives and for the world. I'm here with Rabbi Charna Rosenholtz and Rabbi Ben Newman. Over to you, Rabbi Ben. Thanks.
1: Rabbi Shosh. Today, we're going to be studying Parshat Vayera, and in particular, one little verse, which is Genesis 22, 7. And just a little background, the story is the story of Abraham being asked to sacrifice his son Isaac. And this little verse is from the journey up to the mountain when he's going to sacrifice him. And the verse says, Then Isaac said to his father, Abraham, father, and he answered, yes, my son. And he said, here are the firestone and the wood, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? So I wanted to bring forth a commentary from the Ohev Yisrael, which is the Apter Rebbe. He was the first Abraham Joshua Heschel, Uh, and he takes this verse. And he looks at the language in the verse, and he gives a very sort of deep kabbalistic, psycho-spiritual reading on this verse. Uh, he says that it's uh, a little uh, confusing, or some one might one might get confused because every word in the Torah is important, and for some reason the word "father" is repeated twice. So Abraham, so he says to his father Abraham, "Father," and and. Abraham Joshua Heschel says what why did he have to say father twice and he says the reason is because he's referring to his father Abraham and then he's referring to this quality in his father which is chesed or love and Abraham was known as being the uh, quality that represents love without limits in the world and that sort of you can think of like an extrovert person who is completely without boundaries and without limits, and going out and 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 being out in the world and just being completely out there. Uh, and and Isaac is asking Abraham, Father, what what's going on? Uh, aren't you supposed to be chesed? Aren't you supposed to be this loving quality? How could you be taking me up to the mountain? And Abraham says. Yes, my son. And Abraham Joshua Heschel says, Ah, well, that means that he's actually saying, No, uh, I am not in this moment fulfilling the quality of chesed, which is the quality of love without limits that's inside of me. I'm actually fulfilling the quality that is your quality, my son's quality, which is this quality of gavura or din, boundaries, judgment, strength. And he gets into a very deep Torah, which the Kabbalah expounds upon that the the test of Abraham and the challenge of Abraham in this moment is a challenge that's given to all of us in our lives, which is to balance our internal qualities. So Abraham had this internal quality of chesed, this love without limits, and in being asked to sacrifice Isaac, he's being asked to bring out the gavurah or the din inside of him to create boundaries, to create, uh, to create limits, uh, and to bring out I- the Isaac inside of him, because Isaac represents the quality of boundaries and judgments. And my take on this Torah, and you guys can respond to this, is... That on the one hand, it's talking about all of us, that we should balance our love without limits with our boundaries, and we should sweeten our boundaries with our love and our love without boundaries. And at the same time, I think it's saying that in general, we need to learn as human beings to balance our qualities and that to be too much in love or too much in judgment or too much in any one quality, psychologically, is actually a detriment. uh, And that the whole quest of Kabbalah, of of Jewish mysticism, uh, and of the Torah, I would say, is to learn how to balance our different midot, our different qualities inside of us. So that's what I'm bringing forth today. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, Rabbi Charna here, and thank you so much, Ben. That's a beautiful teaching. And I love it coming from the Ohev Yisrael lover of Israel, or the Apter Rebbe. Um, it, it's a beautiful teaching, and the first thing that it reminds me of is a teaching by Rabbi Isaac Luria of blessed memory, who said that the masculine side, the Chesed side, um, you know, and and the masculine side carries a double dose of of Chesed. Um, that in cosmology, when the Uh, hermaphrodite Adam was split into two, that the masculine side carried a double dose of chesed. And from what you share, it's as if Avraham wants to take some of that chesed, infuse it into his son as he allows his son to emerge as, as one who is gavura, one who discerns, one who creates boundaries. I would even say one who shapes. So Abraham gives his son the opportunity to shape um, his experience through discernment, through asking the right questions. Um, and that generosity of his father to do that for his son, even on the surface as it feels horrible, it allows for that sense of deep love of God and deep love of his son to be shaped by the right questions, which... Eventually, we'll get to the part of God saying, "Hey guys, I don't want, um, I don't want human sacrifice anymore." That as we learn to balance our internal qualities, we are one inspired by others. We learn to interdigitate, if you will, qualities with each other as we learn to balance, and we evolve the um, the lineage from Chesed. To Gavura, and of course, we'll talk about Jacob Letter later of how he kind of reconciles those two extremes. Um, Rabbi hey. Shosh, is there something? I love you
0: guys. You guys are great. Um, I'm going to bring it down to the level of um, parenting. So, um, Rabbi Ben and I are, are co-parents as well as co-rabbis, and um, we have pretty opposite parenting styles. Uh, which is not always easy, but I've learned something from my co-parent, which is the idea of of, um, not being, um, well, let's just say there are different kinds of parents, the helicopter parent, the lawnmower parent, um, helicopter hovers over and tells the child what they're doing wrong all the time, perhaps maybe I'm getting that wrong. And then the lawnmower parent, which I resonate with, likes to mow any obstacle in the way of the child for the child and I would call that boundless love, excessive involvement in anything in the pathway that's in front of this child. Um, whereas my husband really tries to set the space for the children to learn for themselves and make decisions based on mistakes they might make and then to learn from them. So I want to put that forth as um a yielding and a learning from my co-parent that's related to what you've been teaching so far in this um, time. And if you're not raising kids, um, you can think about, you know, parenting ourselves and, and how those models of parenting can can support us. And all with, you know, ultimately compassion, that that, that, the, the realm of the heart that that balances the the limits and the and the excessive giving um, in balance. So love with limits. towards ourselves as
2: well. I love your example. I absolutely love your example. And what it brings up for me is that when you have two disparate styles or ways of being, that really the marker of Hebrew wisdom is being in communication about those opposites so that you learn to bring what's a seeming binary or a seeming disparity, it is through communication that you come closer and closer to the middle and come up with a new way of looking at things.
1: Can Um, I I want to can I expand on that? Because you know Isaac is the second of the forefathers, right? This is the number two, right? It's about a dyad, right? It's about a thesis and an antithesis, right? It's about a back and forth. It's about a shakla as they say in Aramaic when they're studying Talmud, right? It's an opinion and it's a counter opinion. And that's, and and he's also, his name is also laughter, right? Yitzchak is laughter. And, and, you know, I think about when you write the word, when you write like a, an abbreviation for laughter, when you're texting somebody, you say, ha ha, right? You don't just say ha. You say "ha ha" because it's twice because there's a doubling because when and and oftentimes in humor when something's funny it's the it's the switch around it's the turnaround it's the you thought it was going to be this but it's this right that that it's it it's this point but actually it's the counterpoint right that's that's that humor comes out of the the unexpected. Um, and that turnaround from one to what what might be the exact opposite way of thinking about it, and I think that that's that's a really is a marker of Hebrew wisdom, is is that relationship, and and I'm also thinking here about I Thou, uh, the the Martin Buber's relationship of people, right? That you're supposed to have this relationship between equals, uh, between the divinity in each person, uh, and that's and that's where we get to higher truth. So. Um, Beautiful. So we
2: don't shy away from our differences. We lean into them. We explore them. We discuss them. We allow them to become teachers for us. And nowhere is there more true, you're right, than in the realm of laughter. And laughter, which comes up a lot in this Parsha, has many different facets and shades, Um, something for us to explore further some other time. Maybe next Um week. (laughs) <laughs> I would
0: be remiss if I didn't mention Sarah as a balance to Avraham as well. So uh, let's 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 name her here too because she holds down the he she's holding down the home while Avraham's outside inviting everybody into it.
1: <laughs> and also yeah. a representative of Gavura and,
0: and Right uh, Exactly. And All right. I think that's a wrap. So blessings on everybody's week and may there be balance. And may we raise up the vibe in this post-election time to discerning with curiosity. So what do you think, feel, you know, as you sit with someone who you might otherwise think of as the other and ask some questions and get to know each other.
1: All right. Until next time, everybody. Take care.
0: Bye. Bye.